Hey gang, let's do a hey gang. Another hey gang right now. As you know, it's football playoffs time. Football playoffs time. I'm not a big gambler, but I thought to myself, hey, wouldn't it be fun? Let's put five bucks down on this game with a friend. I don't even care, but let's just do it. Now, I don't know if you can figure out point spreads, gang, but guess what? It's not that difficult. It's one act of addition or subtraction, but just one. You're either doing one act of subtraction or one act of addition. That's it. It's not the stock market. If you can't handle the stock market, I'm no problem with that. I can't figure out half that stuff either. Puts, calls, futures. I don't know what's going on. I'm betting on stuff that didn't happen. I'm betting against it. I don't know what's going on. And this is similar, but it's just way easier. It's a point spread. If the Patriots are favored by 16, that means you add 16 to the other team's score. Or you could minus 16 off of the Patriots score. It's there to make betting more fairish. You're giving a p- extra points to the team that's supposed to lose so that it makes the bet. Why am I ranting about this? Because I have friends, grown men, that can't, that are just, the second you send them, I wanted to just do this with my friend. Just like, who cares? Let's put $5. It's just to be stupid. Just so we can text back and forth and be idiots. Make fun of each other when something good happens for, for my team. You know what I'm saying? So, I should just be able to go, the Pats are favored by 16. You want to take the Pats and give the points? I should just be able to say that. But no. What I do is I text. the. I, I took a picture of the point spread on the internet and sent it so that the this friend of mine could see right away. There's the point spread. Then, even in my text, I remedialed it up. I wasn't just like, hey, give me, give me, give me. I'll take Texans and the points. I didn't. I was like, I forget. Let me look how I worded it. Hold on. So here's how I worded it. I sent the point spread. And then I said, you want Atlanta giving me six and a half points? Because I wanted the Seahawks. You want Atlanta giving me six and a half points? And I sent this stuff and I'm nervous because I'm like, he's gonna get scared. He's just gonna, so anyway, boom, real quick, comes back, one word, done, done. That's it. You want Atlanta giving me six and a half points? Boom, it comes back, done. I'm like, nice, I did the right thing. I sent him the point spread to where he could see it. I explained it beautifully. And now I was nervous, but we got ourselves a wager. Let the ball busting begin. Here we go. And then 
Just as I finished that thought of excitement, three more words come texting across. And it says, wait, no points. No points. We, he, you just agreed to give me six and a half because that's what the line is. That's what everybody's using to make a bet more fair-ish. Everybody in the country or internationally, those people you see in London that go to games, are they expats? Is that a guy from Ohio that moved over there to work for H&M or something? He's in retail merchandising at Ohio State. Now he's over there. Or is that just some guy from Newcastle who digs American football for some reason? I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. But even they use these spreads. It's a, it's a simple thing. And it involves, I mean, what grade do you learn addition and subtraction in? It's got to be, by this point, it's got to be pre-any schooling. You're probably doing arithmetic on paper before you even hit kindergarten. That's how I'd be raising my kids. If I had the guts to have some. But that's another story, gang. So anyway, I just as I let myself get excited, wait, no points. I mean, what, what part of me sending you the picture and explaining exactly what's going on in the words in the picture? In order for him to say done and think that it was no points, he would have had to, you want Atlanta, if he just stopped right there, because I said, you want Atlanta giving me six and a half? If you just stop that, you want Atlanta, done. But why would you stop reading a sentence halfway through, given that there's only seven words in it? Done. Then boom, wait, no points. Just said this, this is, this is, so this is a grown adult who, who is not adept Though, though I've been doing, I've been doing this with this person for over ten years easily. And what happened? They just forget how it works every time. It's counterintuitive. Because if it says Patriots minus sixteen, that means the Patriots are really the bookies think the Patriots will win by sixteen. I think that's what confuses them. It's kind of like when you're. When you're doing one of those video games where you fly and you try to make the plane go up and it starts going down. And then you're like, can you just switch that? And you're like, no, that's the way the throttle works. Well, that's not the way it works in my head. I think that's the level of intimidation that he's got with this with the point spread. It's just, it's just so not hard. You don't have to be good at math. It's It's... I mean, it's, it's what you would do at, at the supermarket. I've got $4, and I want to eat as many Pop-Tarts as possible. All right, I'll go buy 50 boxes. You get to the front. 
Listen, you don't have enough money for all these. <laughs> Do you really need help? You Would you take all that up front and let the lady start with the conveyor belt and the... Or would you just think to yourself, hey, a box of Pop-Tarts is about four bucks. Out here it is. I don't know, I haven't priced Pop-Tarts in a while. I used to go brown sugar cinnamon quite often. But um, then I found out it wasn't a natural occurring fruit or vegetable. Thought it grew on the Pop-Tart bush. All right, let's see what's coming in. At number five. Could I let you fall by yourself? Well, I'm wasted with someone else. If we go down, then we go down together. They'll say you could do anything. They'll say that I was clever. If we go down, then we go down together. We'll get away with everything. Let's show them we are better. I gave him a lot of time to get that track cooking. And um, he's just rambling. He's giving me mumblecore. Okay? I want a hot verse. I want it to speed up. I want it to, to, to start jogging. Start running. Then dive off a cliff. Start flying. Okay? Then soft landing back into a nice jog and do it again. What the heck was that guy doing? That was Paris. Oh no, that was the chain smokers with Paris. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't talk too much about football. I will talk about what do you want to hear about? Oh, let's talk American apparel. I might tell tell the story on who charted too, so I'll give you the quick version. But American apparel is no more. That's it. I walked past one of their stores the other day, went inside. They're, they're selling it off, okay? It's gone the way of Circuit City. It's gone the way of Blockbuster. And I guess it's, it's some type of schadenfreude. But I love it when, uh, when a, uh, a business goes down. I do. I think back on all the times that... I didn't like that business. And it just, I don't know, it feels like uh, blowing up the Death Star or something. I think about all the times I went through Circuit City. Oh, nice red tile tower. And then the, you get inside and it's, it's just like a Kmart in there. Stuff flung all over the place. Did they bring in Kmart's interior decorator? You got to make it look like slop shop. People think they're getting a bargain. That's why, you know, any general manager worth his salt, any Ross general manager who's up to snuff is going to walk through there in the morning, dump some of the stuff on the floor, put a scuff mark on the sneakers, give people a reason to think that they're, you know, Finding gold. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, American Apparel. So, uh, yeah, I get excited a little bit. 
And it's sad, but I get excited. But I do, yeah, with Blockbuster for sure. All the late fees you've paid on that on those things. Yeah, it was a videotape. You know, of of uh, what would I have watched on videotape? Can I think? I can't remember an actual videotape I rented. Videotape. God, I can't think of anything. All such forgettable twos of ours. Anyway. Boy, I lost my train again. Anyway, American Apparel's down. So here's the deal. Years ago, I was at a uh, the Standard. It's a hotel right here in Hollywood, Standard on the Sunset Strip. My friend and his wife at the time liked to go there to, uh, you know, you lay by the pool, you drink a Bloody Mary. It's like something to do when you first move here and you think you're being cool. They did, not me. I went to, though, you know, I had nothing to do. So I go down. I'm not cool either. I went. Then, so I'm hanging out. And then um, this nut job comes up. And he's yapping, yapping, you know, just one of these Hollywood types. Oh, this crazy guy is yapping. He'll walk away. He starts in on the conversation. He starts talking to my friend's wife, blah, 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 blah. Then he turns to me, what do you do? And I don't want to say comedian because I just don't want to have to talk about it with this guy. I used to have a friend who would say truck driver. What do you do? I'm a truck driver. We tell that to stri- in a strip club. You don't want to be telling jokes in there. So it's loud. The people might not get them. If they do, so what? So he started talking to me. Once he found out I was a writer, he runs off. He comes back with a piece of paper. And I read the piece of paper and it's like, American Apparel. He's like, this is going to be, this is my company, man. American Apparel. You know, and it was his whole spiel about we're going to make this stuff in America. We're going to pay good wages. We're not going to outsource it. You know, so then, but, you know, it was obviously written by a coked up nut job. So I, hey, this is redundant. You said this already. Put this over here. And it was easy as hell because it's not. it didn't even have to be funny. I mean, when you're trying to add words together to make them funny for years and then someone just throws you some, hey, this has just got to get across the point. We're selling T-shirts and we're making them on American soil. It wasn't tough, gang. But, um, yeah, I did it. He goes, all right, thanks, great. Give me your address. I'll send you some catalogs. Pick out what you want. I thought he was full of, full of, full of it. I thought I'd never see anything, but gave him my address. Got some catalogs, American Apparel. Circled some T-shirts. That's it. Sent it off. He sent me some T-shirts. There you go. What's that you say? If uh, if a big. Uh, Advertising firm charging for that, they'd get a million dollars, maybe so. I got three quality t-shirts. Probably have one of them still. I found that American apparels were like, if someone was even smoking around you, they would, it would burn a hole in the shirt. 
All of my American apparels would have burn holes in them. That they did, gang. That they did. All right, let's see what's coming in at number four. Like I said, number four. What's coming in at a number four? It's number four with... Oh, here we go. This is SZA with Drew Barrymore. The song's called Drew Barrymore. Let's listen. Warm enough for you. When's the last time someone said that to you? Warm enough? Warm enough for you? Were you being tortured? Were they were they coming at you with a little bit of a with a with a, with a cigarette lighter? About to burn your nose off? Warm enough for you? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, gang. This is a weird one. All right, let's keep this moving. I watched the Oasis documentary. You need to watch it. If you haven't seen it, it's called uh, Oasis uh, Supernova or so. I don't know. It's on Amazon Prime. And um, it's great, man. It's like Liam is the original Conor McGregor. It's just all fighting and talking shit. It's, it's too good. It shouldn't. It's better than a scripted. That'll be the best movie. That'll be easily top three best movies you watch this entire year. Oasis documentary. I, I forget what it's called. But it, it just makes you want to, you know, put on a parka and, and watch soccer and headbutt somebody. Heart. Right there. Right there on that. Right there on that bridge part. I bet... I would breathe better if someone just head-butted me in the head. It would just clear a lot out for me. I feel like when I did get into fights, like in, um, you know, when I was a teen, in junior high, I did feel like it, like, clears you out. It's like inhaling duck sauce at the um, Chinese restaurant. Sure is, gang. Nice red booth. Oh, you like it. Cloth napkins, you you like that kind of a Chinese restaurant, don't you? Boy, that point spread thing made me angry. That made me angry like traffic. Like, like you know, like the way you can just go from zero to a million in anger just from traffic. I can. None of my teams really won, but what are you going to do? There's, 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 new, there's, there's always games. There's one on right now. The Cavs are playing the state, the Golden State Warriors. Who, who knows? I went to a game today. I went to a hockey game. I went to an LA Kings game. Why, you say? 
because during the Christmas break, I started thinking, why don't I ever do some, some of these things in L.A.? You know? So I bought a ticket to the hockey game. Over And then today was the day of the game. So I go down to the game and um, park, have my parking pass, walk through the lot into the Staples Center. Memories are flooding back. I saw Lakers play a finals game there. I was up in a luxury box. Guess who else was in there? That's right. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey, he was up there doing his own play-by-play. At one point, one of the chicks he was with, like, kneeled down next to his chair, and he was literally petting her hair like a dog as he just stared off at the game, (laughs) doing his own hillbilly play-by-play. Rick Fox, University or whatever. It was like calling out their schools and stuff. Anyway, I have good memories walking into the Staples. I saw Van Halen there with DLR. I saw good stuff. Springsteen I saw there. Come on. So now I walk in. I was like, oh, yeah, hockey. I'm not that into hockey. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see what happened. Back there over the Christmas break, I got a wild hair up my ass. And I shelled out for a hockey ticket, thinking, who I don't need anybody to go with. So I go in, I go up to my seat. They gave me like a Bud Light bottle cap Mardi Gras necklace. As soon as I walked through the door, there was just a chick there in a tight tube dress. And she's like, hi. And she, you know, it's like the way they put a lay on you in Hawaii. She just put that around me, and it was awkward. I was just like, you look nice. She's like, thank you. (laughs) And then, now I got my bottle cap cap necklace on. I went up to my seat, and I watched some hockey. And then the period ended, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go walk around out there. People watch. And then I was like, nah, I don't know. And I just went down the elevator to the bottom floor again. And I was like, nah, I'm out. Literally one minute after I walk out, I'm heading back through the parking garage. I get a text. You at the Kings game? It was my friend Neil Mahoney. He's an editor on... um, Drunk History, and so many other programs. He's there with Laura Silverman and Dave Clock, who does posters for Meltdown. I mean, three people I've known for a long time. That's why I say you always got to resist the urge to leave. When I go to a party, like I'll be like, all right, resist two strong urges to leave. And I would say nine out of ten times it pays off. Maybe that's a little crazy. Six out of seven times, that doesn't help you. More than four out of five times, something good will come from it. And I would say I fought one strong urge to leave today. If I'd have fought two, I'd had a hockey posse.
What are you going to do, gang? All right, let's see what's coming in at number three. Mountain grass I rolled down I was younger then Take me back to when I found my heart Broke it, hit me, friends and lost Boring, right, gang? I'm with you. I'm with you. It's a, I've been there, seen this movie, didn't like it, walked out. Thanks for the popcorn. Sheeran, what's he doing? Uh, Saturday Night Live this weekend, there was, um, who was that chick? Jessica? British chick. A lot of movies. Rogue One. What's her name? I don't know. It was her versus Sturgill Simpson. And I'll give it to Sturgill, because I don't know what the chick was doing, but Sturgill, I'm not as impressed as everybody else. Sounds like Waylon Jennings, who, 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 if, if Waylon Jennings had Van Morrison's band, come on, I just nailed it, all right? So, I guess, maybe I like the guy, I like his politics, but I'm not hearing anything there, you know what I mean? He's not taking me to a new place. He's like an Ed Sheeran, but with maybe a uh, less of a hoodie, more of a sport coat. Let's see what's coming in at number two. No, 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 no. That was Migos with Call Casting. Migos, the Beatles of this generation, according to Donald Glover. Maybe he's right. Maybe not. That was last week's show, wasn't it? All right, um, so gang, um, things are good. Things are going good. We've been doing the coach fashion stuff on Who Charted. That's a lot of fun. I want to remind you guys to check out Headshot Show every Wednesday night on ShopXSN.com where you can buy the headshots. Follow me on Twitter, all that stuff. All right, let us see now what is coming in at number one, number one. Maybe one day when you figure out you're gonna need someone When you figure out it's all right here in the city And you don't run from where we come from That sound like poetic justice Poetic justice You were so new to this life But you gotta just it I mean Is that Aubrey from Canada? Oh, I think it was I don't know what that was And I don't care that much Let's, uh, let's phase it into a new guy Even if the new guy is just does about as much for me as Drake. Let's get into his um, reign of terror. Let's move through this Drake into a new period. Can we do that, gang? I hope so. All right. Wow, we went a little long today. Wow. Hey, thanks for sticking with me. I got uh, great stories, and I'm going to go tell them tomorrow on Who Charted. So, but this show was... Hey, who, hey, who, hey, who, hey, who. Hey, gang.